Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I'm Damian Bulwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, a story about what happened after an eighth grade teacher at a San Francisco charter school during a lesson about slavery brought in cotton plants and put them in students' hands in an attempt to bring alive the hardship of forced labor on American plantations. The incident, which led the school to investigate the teacher, who ultimately apologized, and divided some parents, comes amid competing tensions at schools across the country. On one hand, black scholars and others have for years sought to improve and deepen the way slavery is taught, allowing children to go beyond portraits of heroes like Harriet Tubman and better understand slavery's central role in the nation's history. In a 2019 essay that was part of the New York Times 1619 Project, Journalist Nikita Stewart lamented that students, quote, graduate with a poor understanding of how slavery shaped our country, and they are unable to recognize the powerful and lasting effects it had. Meanwhile, in states like Texas, conservative politicians have spent the past year pushing back, banning books and passing laws that either limit or outright prohibit teaching children about the enduring legacies of racism and discrimination of all kinds. In San Francisco, the questions are different still. Was the cotton lesson proper? Was it harmful to students of color? And was the school's response appropriate? My guest today is Chronicle Education reporter Jill Tucker. I'm going to talk to her, and then we're going to hear Jill's conversation with Ohio State history professor Hassan Jeffries discussing why incidents like this are important. First, Jill Tucker. Jill, thanks for joining me. Sure, my pleasure. Jill, tell me how this controversy began. Yeah, so it goes back a little over a month uh, when a teacher at Creative Arts Charter School in San Francisco, an eighth grade teacher, brought in cotton bowls, which are raw cotton plants. And it was part of a lesson on the cotton gin and the importance of the cotton gin in terms of how that had an impact on slavery, how it sort of propelled the cotton industry and created even a greater need for slaves. And what we're hearing from the school is that what she wanted to do and is create a sense of empathy to understand what it was like to process cotton plants by hand and how that then evolved once the cotton gin was invented. But the very next day, within 24 hours, school officials were launching an investigation into the teacher and the use of these cotton plants uh, in the classroom. The idea that kids, uh, and especially students of color, would be holding cotton plants, picking out the seeds, sort of recreating and feeling the prickly points of the cotton plant to better understand what slaves went through really hit a nerve with school officials and among some parents. And uh, ever since then, it's been about six weeks. The investigation was launched and the teacher was not in school for five weeks. And when she did return, she issued an apology. So it really is kind of uh, blown up in the school in terms of what happened to the teacher and, and whether this was an appropriate lesson plan. Jill, you write that the teacher in this scenario, who I know you're not naming in the story, but the teacher is white. What about the students? 
Well, the school is predominantly white. There are a handful of African-American, Hispanic, Latino, and Asian students, among others, um, at the school. But it's almost about 50% white. And did the teacher speak to you? No, the teacher did not respond to requests for comment. She did issue an apology, Jill, and I'm going to read it now. It said, quote, Prior to spring break, I taught a tactile lesson involving raw cotton in an effort to get the students to understand the difficulty of manually processing cotton prior to the invention of Eli Whitney's cotton gin. While this lesson was sourced from reliable sources, after conferring with the administration and hearing many of the students' reflections, I realized that this lesson was not culturally responsive and had the potential to cause harm. In teaching U.S. history, there are many challenging and sensitive topics to learn about, and I look forward to continuing to improve my approach to addressing these with support from the administration. So, Jill, what do we know about what happened to the teacher through the investigation? School officials are unable to tell me if there was any disciplinary actions or if the teacher was put on administrative leave. They cite personnel privacy issues. But we do know that an investigation was launched immediately and that the teacher was not in school for about five weeks. Well, I know people are going to have different uh, reactions to this, and that holds true for the parent community at the school. Yeah, definitely. I think when you talk about this, the idea that somebody brought in a cotton plant, which of course, you know, is not very common in this part of the country, you know, a lot of kids or others might not even know what one looks like. And the fact that the teacher brought this in to give the student some perspective and hands-on experiential learning as part of learning about slavery and the Industrial Revolution and the cotton gin specifically, you know, in and of itself, depending on what perspective you have, might seem somewhat innocuous. But talking to different parents and other experts across the country, you definitely get various perspectives about whether this was appropriate or whether there are just simply better ways to teach this. Jill, this isn't the first time across the country that teachers have come under scrutiny for lesson plans similar to this, even specifically bringing in cotton, correct? This has come up a few times before across the country where teachers did what they call the cotton picking lesson plan. And, you know, in these places, there were concerns about how the lessons were presented to students. In one case, I think the students were on the floor and there were whipping sounds in the background. That didn't happen here in San Francisco. But there have been questions raised about the appropriateness of putting cotton into the hands of students, especially students of color to sort of recreate or have an experience of the oppression, the types of oppression that slaves might have had. And I think that there are issues with trauma of experiencing that or or recreating that and questions about whether that is an appropriate way to present the information. What does this say, Jill, about the larger conversation that is happening in this country about teaching children about racism and how it has shaped this country? Yeah, I mean, I think we're seeing a lot of places across the country questioning how to teach these topics. Um, and in some cases, having debates, if you will, on on whether they should teach these things. But really, you know, the, the issue is a lot of textbooks. When you look at the textbooks, they're, they're not up to modern standards in terms of teaching students an accurate representation of history of what exactly happened, as you said, not just sort of the heroes, but 
you know, what life was like, what the implications continue to be because of slavery in this country. And I think people are kind of having amid a racial reckoning across the country, talking about, you know, how best to educate children about this, how to make sure that future generations have a better grasp of these issues. And I think that that's what we're seeing in San Francisco is, you know, how do we do this? And I think, as Professor Jeffries said, this is hard. This is really hard stuff, and a lot of mistakes are going to be made. All right, I want to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to hear Jill's conversation with Ohio State history professor Hassan Jeffries right after this on Fifth and Mission. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth and Mission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. Here's Chronicle Education reporter Jill Tucker's conversation with Hassan Jeffries, a history professor at Ohio State. When you hear examples like the one here in San Francisco, a teacher hoping to teach empathy about slavery or have students have a deeper understanding brings in raw cotton, a cotton bowl for students to handle, and then faces some backlash with that in the community. You know, what are your thoughts when you hear about these types of situations that are happening across the country? It's important that we don't confuse two different things. You now have white parents who get upset about the teaching of slavery in the classroom because they think it is traumatizing little white children to learn honestly about the past. That's not what this was. This sounds like a parent felt that the teacher was traumatizing their child through something akin to a recreation. And I I totally understand that. We should not lump those two sets of parents together. Historically, there has been real distrust on the part of African-American parents and parents of color when slavery is being taught because it's been taught so badly. The two things that you don't want to do as a teacher when teaching about slavery is you don't want to trivialize the subject and you don't want to traumatize the children. And again, not being privy fully to the, you know, how are you going to handle the cotton and what does it feel like to, you know, pick a cotton seed, look how hard it is. That's moving into the era of trauma, right? Because you just can't, despite your best efforts, actually recreate what slavery was like. And if you could, you would wind up in jail, right? I mean, because of what it would take. And so any kind of recreation, any kind of like that kind of textual hands-on teaching just pushes you too close into the era of re-trauma, right? Traumatizing children. And there's better ways to go about it. 
uh, certainly when we're talking about younger children, right? I mean, that's just, you know, it opens up too many things. Even if the child, you know, may not fully understand sort of the complexity of what's being done, if the social atmosphere, if you will, that you can imagine in a mixed race class, white children in the playground or in the cafeteria, you know, talking about, yeah, you need to go back and pick that cotton, right? I mean, so all of that has to be taken into consideration because the trauma isn't just what may occur in the moment in the classroom, but what that then gives permission to other children to do because we know that our classes aren't just either one racially homogeneous or just everybody's kind to each other. So I can understand and am sympathetic with the parent, but that is also fundamentally, I can't state enough, that's different than white parents. Like, hey, you're traumatizing my child because you're talking about it in the person. Ah, that, that you're just being silly, right? You're trying to protect white supremacy there, right? You don't want them to be exposed to the harsh realities of the past. This is an instance, it sounds as though the parent is saying, I appreciate your effort. And the teacher seems to be coming from a good place. I understand a lot of those instances, teachers are trying to do the right thing, but they're just doing it in the wrong way because there's better ways to do it that don't raise the possibility or the specter of traumatizing the children, the family, the community, the school, even if the effort is well-intended. The Southern Poverty Law Center came out with a study a few years back that you wrote an introduction to talking about perhaps the lack of adequate textbooks, the lack of understanding about how to teach these really difficult subjects. And I think now we we find ourselves in this country with this moment of racial reckoning and this massive debate in political landmines about how to teach race and racism and slavery. And it's hard. It's uncomfortable. When we think of the teachers out there, well-meaning, whether they're in Texas or California trying to do this, this is hard stuff, right? It's difficult stuff. It's absolutely hard stuff. And in this process, we are going to make mistakes because we've been teaching it so poorly for so long. The mistakes are to be expected. The bar is not very high in this area. But the thing is, once we make the mistake, we have to learn from it. Making the mistake does not mean that we shouldn't teach it. It just means that we should teach it better. And I hope that's what comes out of this particular instance, but really any instance. Like, okay, now everybody knows, don't bring the cotton balls to class and have kids pick the cotton seeds out. We're not going to do that. Okay, so what can we learn? So moving on. <laughs> We're moving on, right? We're not going to do that. But that does not mean that we shouldn't talk about what the technological invention of the cotton gin means, right? Like technological advancement here actually re-entrenched slavery. It extended the life of this horrible institution. So it doesn't mean that we're not going to talk about it. It means that we are going to talk about it. It means we are going to teach it. But kids can learn without having to experience the difficulty, right, to even the smallest degree of what that experience may have been. So we're in this moment where teachers are caught in the middle of a national debate about how or if to teach this portion of history. Do you have any advice for teachers in this instance? Well, I think first, they have to understand the, the context, the moment in which we are living. I actually don't think this is a debate. They are trapped in the midst of a hurricane of political hysteria. And that's different because when we talk about a debate, you know, teachers tend to say, okay, we got to look at both sides of the debate and approach each side equally. That's not what we have. 
we have one side is saying, teach this in a way that is untrue, as though this didn't happen, as though we can pretend something like systemic racism just doesn't exist, that the issue of racial inequality is something that existed in the past, but at some point it disappeared. I mean, that is not a debate. Those are political talking points designed to put forward a particular agenda. So teachers are caught up in this. They have to fall back on not trying to satisfy those who are trying to advance a particular political agenda, but the principles and the beliefs that brought them into the classroom in the first place. As teachers, we don't sign or say a Hippocratic oath, but if we did, it would be do no harm as well. And when you don't teach history fully, even the difficult parts, even the parts that make us uncomfortable, then you are violating those core principles that all teachers should embrace. You are in fact committing educational malpractice if you don't lean into it. So I say all that to say, I don't think teachers have a choice in this matter. They have to teach this history to the best of their ability as accurately as they can. And it's unfair because they have to walk this tightrope, but they have to know that, you know, polls show that most parents want their children to learn history the way it happened. They want them to learn the difficult aspects of America's past so that they can understand America's present and be on a course to making America's future better than anything that we've seen before. That's their duty. That's their job. That's their obligation. Now, having said all that, again, you don't want to trivialize and you don't want to traumatize. We know when we did that study with the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center that some 80 percent of teachers want to talk about these issues but only about 15% feel adequately prepared. And they don't have time to go back and get a graduate degree in this stuff, right? But this is where school districts have to come into play and say, hey, we have to provide professional development opportunities for teachers. Teachers have to do some extra work and it's unfair. I totally get it. They have more than enough on their plate, but it's necessary for teachers to be their own advocates in this. And especially in those districts where you don't have that insane political pressure, Teachers in those districts and administrators in those districts have to stand up and lead this battle and lead this charge, as well as institutions, right? I mean, the college board is putting forward a AP course in African-American studies. Well, how the heck are you going to do that? And you can't talk about African-American history in Oklahoma, in Texas, in Florida, right? Like, so what's going to happen there? I mean, so they have to raise a hue and cry as well. For too long within this moment, the burden has been solely on the shoulders of teachers, and that's unfair. So others have to step in so the teachers don't have to do all the work. Just as a final point, not to be trite or cliche, but this is a learning and a teaching moment for the community here, for the, not only the teacher, but, but everyone involved. It is. And that's why I'm saying, you know, we're going to make mistakes in this because we've been doing it so poorly for so long. Should teachers know better at this point than to do that? I don't really care. We know we're making these mistakes. Now let's not do them again. There has to be a little grace given, right? Especially in this moment where teachers are being beat up, right? For the wrong reasons. And it's like, okay, we understand this came from a place of good intentions. Now, how can we do this better? You ain't kicked out the club, right? You're still in the club. 
we're just going to work together to do it a little better because we have to teach this and we can't surrender to those who will look to this and say, aha, you don't even know how to teach it. So it's better off if we don't do it at all. We just have to do it better. Jill, California and especially the Bay Area is not Texas. It's not Florida, but it's still a very fascinating and important discussion, as Mr. Jeffries gets at, into how these things should be taught. Yeah, definitely. I mean, San Francisco is one of the more liberal cities in the country and debates about these types of things, whether it's education or other political issues, you know, they're they're always a little different here and typically lead the rest of the country in some ways um, in terms of the questions they might be asking next. And while we're not talking about banning books here and we're not talking about not teaching slavery, we are having conversations about something that is a really hard part of this country's history. And it's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. I don't think so. As Jeffrey says, this is hard. It's it's uncomfortable. It's not going to be easy, but it has to be taught. Jill Tucker, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Thanks to my guest today. She's Chronicle Education reporter Jill Tucker. Thanks also to Hassan Jeffries. He's a professor of history at Ohio State University. Thanks to Karen Creighton for producing this episode. And thank you for listening.